good. And we are back here once again with another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 251 with Mr. Matthew. Once again, it's going to be his second appearance on the show. And anytime I do a second appearance for anyone on, on the show, I always, I always recommend going back and watching their first appearance. That way you can catch up and see, like, obviously, origin story, how they got to their point in their lives now. And then, you know, for the second appearance, I like to always more or less so deep dive into all the other hobbies that people love to talk about when they come on. And the one thing that I've really figured out with what's been happening with the comic industry, dude, is um, people parrot things that aren't even true nor factually provable. And then have been saying them for so many years, people just now believe it's a, like an actual thing. I feel like everyone who doesn't know what that is, it's called the Mandela effect. Basically, someone makes something up that the person thinks is true, and then they start saying it enough, the other people start repeating it because it sounds kind of, you know, logical. Then it just gets repeated many, many, many generations down. And even uh, here, here's a recent one a lot of you guys will know, which is people will say that the Avengers characters weren't popular uh, when they actually, you know, First came out with Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hawkeye, Black Widow. But then you start realizing, popular as far as what? Because if we're talking about general audiences, if you don't know who the Hulk is, that that means you just weren't, weren't interested in complex stuff in general, even on a casual level. Like, the, Iron Man actually had, like, two animated series to his name at the time, even before his first movie. And he was part of, like, two animated um event ultimate avengers movies which is basically the ultimate universe thor thor is not even just from marvel like thor's a greek god character everyone no, knows who that norse. is norse norse He's norse, norse god. yeah <laughs> it's a north mythology character like who doesn't know who thor is if you don't know who captain america is you, like as you just weren't interested in the stuff and that's fine it's just weird how people say these characters weren't popular but I don't really know if that's as true as people like to point out. Because if you're saying characters like Captain America and the Hulk aren't popular, that's that's like pretty jarring, I would say. I, I could agree with like yeah. Black Widow and Hawkeye and maybe Iron Man to a certain extent, but like no way Captain America, Hulk, and Thor weren't popular. No way. <laughs> well, I think what it comes down to is that X-Men, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, they were their like first string characters. Like and yeah. all their comics were selling very well, maybe not Fantastic Four, but X-Men and Spider-Man were the like right. their big things. So mm -hmm. when Marvel in the 80s and 90s started selling off their characters to other studios mm -hmm. and then finally decided they want to do their own movies and they owned none of their what you would say <laughs> top tier characters. Mm -hmm. That's when they go to what's called. I think what one of the articles said was like they're starting with their second string, which is Iron Man, Captain mm -hmm. America, Thor and the Avengers, which I also cracked up about because it's like. Like you're saying, like I've been a comic book fan. Mm -hmm. All those characters have had their own comic book series for decades. I wouldn't say they were second string. They may not be, you know, like X-Men had a really long running cartoon. Spider-Man has always had some kind of media, whether it be a TV show, cartoons, movies going on. It, it was, I was surprised when they decided to, but Captain America, it's horrible, but he had his own movies in the early 90s. You know, I, they've been talking about doing an Iron Man movie for a long time. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they were quite as popular as X-Men, and they certainly hadn't been in films and cartoons anywhere near as much as other characters. But, I mean, yeah, to say that they were not popular or not a big deal is kind of weird because, I mean, they... they I mean, I don't know what non-popular character gets two animated series to themselves. That, yeah. That's already like, I don't know about that one. 
Like Iron People, Iron Man had two animated series to himself, two and two animated movie appearances. Actually, how well, I wouldn't that that's say that's how I figured out who he was. I saw him in that stuff first. Yeah, I think that I think the big thing is like um it's whether they were in the zeitgeist like anybody who's a kid who's into comics anybody who's into comics or watching a lot of cartoons would probably know who it was but 15 years ago 10 years ago the general public i would have never been able to buy a captain america shirt at kohl's you know when i was a kid you unless you went to a comic book store you were not finding any superhero on anything with the exception of like between 89 and 93 when batman had movies you just weren't finding that stuff anywhere. And like, you know, look, I have a Captain America little thing that was bought at like, I don't know. I'm not sure where that was bought. But my point is, is like that stuff wasn't available everywhere and like it is now. But but yeah, I I, I agree with you. Is like they may not have been the most general publicly known characters, but they still were popular characters within the realm of comics and cartoons. As you said, like they, they made appearances, they were doing stuff. I mean, Captain America was in, there's been an episode of every X-Men cartoon has centered on Captain America in every single one of their series. Mm -hmm. It's also really odd because people like the way I grew up with the fantastic four, like the movies were so bad. I generally just thought they were just trash characters, but if you read their stories, they're actually like pretty interesting. Like they have a really nice family dynamic. It's, it's, it's dysfunctional. It's got a lot of dynamics to it with Reed Richards and Stu Storm. It's just like when your people's first interpretations of them is movie adaptations that are really bad. It's so sours people's like thoughts about the characters. And it, and since the movies are more of a more like normie centric thing that could have like ramifications for how the characters are talked about for so long, you know. I like that first Fantastic Four movie, the mm -hmm. one with Chris Evans and mm -hmm. and um, oh my Ewan Grefford and Michael Chiklis and Jessica Alba. I don't mind it, I think it's a good, fun family movie. I mean, it's not this great, grand epic. Now, the second one's horrible, and whatever Josh Trank was smoking when he made his movie, I don't know what the crap that film was. But, you know, hey, the MCU, they're supposed to make their debut in the MCU. Mm -hmm. And depending on how you feel about what they've done the past couple of years, you may or may not be excited about mm -hmm. that idea. And, you know, what's really weird is um, it's crazy. Fox did those X-Men movies and mm -hmm. Sony did the Spider-Man movies. So it's really hard. And like Kevin Feige's mentioned that, you know, the influence that they had on those Marvel projects, the ones that a lot of people really, really enjoyed back in the day, like the Blade. Well, Blade essentially started things out, and then it later bled into Spider-Man and X-Men. It's it's weird to talk about a lot of those movies now because people, like, ov really overrate them, and then people also severely underrate them. You know, I thought they were – I thought a good amount of them were really, really good, but a lot of them were, like, very okay or and hit or miss in some cases, too. Like, Last Stand, for example. That movie is not good. That movie is bad. Horrible. Then Origins Wolverine came out. That movie is donkey shit. That movie that sucks even worse than The Last Stand. I didn't think it was possible at the time, but I was like, you know what? They actually made a movie worse than that. That's skill. I do applaud directors for that. That is actually skill to make something even <laughs> worse than what you saw before. Then X-Men got a new new birth of light. Brian Singer comes back. He does first class. He was the guy that originally did the first two that I really no, no, no. liked. He did, he did um he came back for um Oh my gosh, Days of Future Past. Matthew Vaughn directed First Class. You're right. My bad. Matthew Vaughn. They gave Matthew Vaughn to come back. He uh 
he did for his first class. He more or less so reinvigorates the franchise, actually. You know, because the franchise is, was really in the toilet after Orange Wolverine. But Orange Wolverine is bad. I don't know what people think it was now. That movie, go watch that movie, sucks bad. People only talk about the first part of the movie. Like, okay, anything else you like in that? No. Well, that, that just kind of proves it's dog shit for almost essentially. It, it deserves the ribbing it gets from Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, you know, first class comes out reinvigorates the franchise brian singer comes back he's got to do the first two despite his weird shit he's done i guess people say he allegedly did days of future past i think it's their best movie they've ever did actually in the franchise then in typical x-men fashion apocalypse comes out and completely just ruins everything that's yes. just that's what i try to tell people dude this franchise has been very up and down from the very beginning first two movies okay good overall but even then you're like there's no yellow suits they're making a lot of creative choices that are like kind of odd there's so much focus on wolverine where the other characters aren't getting any shine yeah what what you have in that first x-men movie is at the you know this is early 2000 mm-hmm. wolverine is like your cash cow he is right. the lead he's always on the cover he's doing everything he's who you're gonna do your best foot forward with and of course they there are no comic book movies out there really hasn't been anything. So you get the, the very safe black leather suits, um, which like, I get it. Like you don't want to do bright yellow and crazy blue with yellow straps and, and all that kind of stuff. But I think by the time days of future past comes out, we should have embraced more of those suits in those movies. But I, I like X-Men. I think X-Men two is still the best X-Men movie mm-hmm. of all of them, just because it has, a really solid story, really great acting. It's it's not there's not really any kind of cheese in there. Um, yeah, looking, you know, what's crazy man. Looking back, wasn't that that was literally now now before we started getting a whole lot of more superhero movies. At one point, that was considered one of the best superhero movies ever made. I remember people saying that it was a consideration for a long time. It probably still is now when you look at it in totality. Yeah. You, could, you could probably put it in, in like your top ten if you really wanted to. There's a strong case for it to be there. It's got actually the even the tone from it. Like I remember the first one being like the racist prejudice kind of element to it. And they all came together, but this one it went further in with that. But that wasn't the main focus. They started focusing on all these other dynamics. So you know, how like when superhero movies have like too many characters, and everyone says, "Well, you're having too many characters is kind of a curse." No, I've seen we've seen them where it can work. It's just the direction that you're pointing on the focus of the characters is what really matters. I feel like X2 is probably one of the only X-Men movies from that first trilogy that, that doesn't really focus on Wolverine that much. You know, I feel like the first and third one do, but that one, the second one does not. And you have Iceman development, Pyro development, Magneto Charles relationship developed more. You have stuff with like X23 that happens, Striker. There's some good stuff there. It's he's the lead of the movie, but the story isn't about him. You have Nightcrawler, is, the opening yeah. Nightcrawler scene. It's always going to be a classic. Yeah. But I think, like you said, the first one is definitely about him and him being brought into the team. Mm-hmm. But the second one is he's the lead of this movie that's about all these characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, my biggest problem with those first several X Men movies and even a little bit with the current ones is. Cyclops is one of my favorite X-Men. I really hate yeah. that he gets shafted so bad in these books, in these mm-hmm. movies. Like he should be the Captain America of the, the X-Men franchise, not the Hawkeye. That's that's just kind of my thing. I Even agree. though Hawkeye's yeah. cool now, but I mean, like those first couple X uh, Avengers movies. Cyclops like, gets so shafted, man. It's it's so bad. Even when 
I, and this is an, this will be like my only real fault with Days of Future Past is I feel like that that movie kind of gave you like those not like not like member bears but it made you remember how like good these characters really could be in like some aspects. Cyclops still isn't in the movie <laughs> even in their best one. Cyclops gets like shafted too. He's in there uh, for like ten seconds. Ten seconds at the after very they, end. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I I was excited at the end of that movie because I was like, oh. The next movie is going to be about these guys again. And mm. I was super stoked because they had yeah. Jean Grey is now alive again. Cyclops mm. is alive again. You know, Kelsey Grandma inexplicably always comes back as uh, mm. as Beast. It, you know, no spoilers yeah. for current films in case you've missed it, but he's going to be back. Um, but um, but yeah, I think it's uh, it's interesting because I was I was excited like the next movie is going to be these guys. And then they went back to the teenagers and I was like, I don't care. Mm. This is crap. Oh, that's just, that's just yeah. Th- those X Men movies had a lot of really bad creative decisions. They also had a lot of really good ones. I mean, people are because tra- talking about the. I'm pretty sure you've heard that rumor that apparently they're going to start focus. They might focus on on feet the female X Men characters. And we were having this conversation last night on the show, my the Tuesday's big showdown show. And I, I try to tell people, yeah, this doesn't sound like a bad idea. Focusing on some of the female characters is not a bad idea in theory. But the problem with that is X-Men have always prided themselves on focusing on all of them for the most part. You know their individual struggles and they come together as a team. But most people, when you think of X-Men, you're thinking of Wolverine, Cyclops, Magneto, and Professor X. Those are like the four you primarily think about. And obviously Beast would probably be like your fifth one, right? I mean, and- it depends on which verse of the X-Men. See, when, yeah. when I was growing, when I really got into X-Men, Storm was the leader. Yeah, for a long mm-hmm. time when Cyclops retires. But yeah. I mean, yes, I think there's nothing like look, I'm gonna try and tread lightly here. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with having strong female characters. The problem That's is true. when you have strong female characters at the cost of strong male characters. We yeah. see that very much so in what's happening with a lot of the Star Wars stuff, you know the second movie of that star Wars trilogy could have been a really cool Finn story about him redeeming himself for being a stormtrooper and Ray learning to be a Jedi from Luke Skywalker. But instead you get Finn as this weird comical sidekick and you've got Oscar Isaac suddenly like mutinying on the starship. And you're just like, mm-hmm. what are we doing here? And then even with some of the others, like, you know, like the Ahsoka series, which I enjoyed, but you definitely backseated every single male character you could. And I think that's where if you're going to do that, then I'm going to be like, no, I don't, I don't want that. If, if you have storm as a really strong leader of the X-Men and you have Wolverine and, you know, um, pardon me and Colossus on this team with her and dazzlers there and, Everybody are strong characters and they have their flaws and they're, they work great as a team. Like, I don't know, something like gardens of the galaxy or, mm-hmm. you know, the previous versions of X-Men where you had, you know, a very capable storm, a very capable Jean gray. Mm-hmm. And then you had Wolverine and you had beast and you had, I think you can do that. It's just when you do the, like now storms, the leader. So Wolverine's an idiot, you know, or Jean gray is the most powerful character. So Cyclops is just this bumbling sidekick. It's when that kind of thing happens that I get annoyed because it's like, no, you can have 
strong male and strong female characters and not like turn these other characters that we all had known and love for decades into these, you know, like I said, just weak characters for the sake of making a female right. hero look better than she is. And that's the thing is the way you just described it sh should be how it is, but we know that's not how they're going to do it though. Like, it, like in reality, when I'm look, looking at the way that it should be portrayed by how these characters mostly should be like acting, talking, seeing how their personalities clash and seeing them resolve an issue, we're going to see an overlap. It's always an overlap. There's never a consistent balance of you can have a strong female character at the expense of potentially, you know, ruining a male character, but that's what they do. They don't yeah. have a balance of strong female, strong male. It's always, no, no, no. She's got to be always better. She's talking down to him or some bullshit like that. And when you're looking at how they would focus on the female X-Men characters, a lot of them have dynamics with the male ones. Yeah. So I, I still kind of ho – hopefully, they, like, all these rumors don't come true. Because remember, at this point, there's still rumors. They're still very, very far away from giving us our first MCU X-Men movie. Because remember – Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, that, that could also be – no one that's happening, too. It probably happened after Secret Wars. But even after that point, that, that's like 2030. God, I'll be like 35 by then. Holy shit. For I seen the goddamn X-Men movie. Holy shit. But – be old. Yeah, again, I'll, I'll be in a cane or something like that. Oh, my Lord. But, but as you know, at this point, they've lost so much money with the MCU Phase 4 and Phase 5. Why would they even want to go through with this idea? I'm going to say, is this a thing? If this is a thing? Because, could factor in, there's information like this talked about. It just gets trickled down to the point where, you know, people say in the board meetings, don't tell anybody. Someone tells someone, and that other person tells another person, and that other person gets a source, and they find out. I think they're, I think this is actually a thing. I think this is true based off their recent actions and decisions based off in their movies. I think they're kind of testing the waters out to see, like, is this really going to be something that people are interested in? No. Because remember how, dude, the show media, they were sitting here saying, the reason why the Marvels failed is because, well, they're underknown characters. No one really knows about them. Okay, if that's true, and that somewhat kind of has leeway to it, why would you have an X-Men movie? X-Men's first coming out party since, like, what? What was the last dedicated X-Men film? Like, Dark Phoenix, potentially, at that 2019? point? 2019? Probably. And at this point, we'd be 10, 15 years down the road. You want their coming home party to be about all the women? Like, well, yeah, and I think the thing, too, is, like, people will go see good movies. Now, mm -hmm. I know... Personally, I kind of feel like the Marvels was was stupidly trashed. I like that movie. It was a lot of fun. I like Kamala yeah. Khan. I like, like, I'm one of those guys that I don't care for the most part, unless the person's an absolute monster. Like Brie Larson, she has her things. Let her do her thing. If she can play Captain Marvel, cool. I thought she was great as Captain Marvel in Endgame. I didn't particularly care for her in her own movie. I thought she was really good in this. But I think... You do so much of the, I, I hate to phrase, use this this term, but everybody, you know, everybody understand what I mean is when you push the wokeness or we're going to have all females, we're going to have all this and all that. Because even in that movie, like Nick Fury seems to be behaving in a way he hasn't behaved before. And you don't have any strong male characters at all in the movie. And, you know, it's not required but mm -hmm. then it just looks like this is what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. It may not be what you intended to do, but that's what it looks like. And once that narrative is either assumed or 
looks like that's the sheen of it, you're going to get a lot of people who are just like, nope, I'm boycotting this movie. Not because I don't like these characters, not because I don't know them, but because you are trying to push this on me and I'm mad and I'm not going to do it. And it's it's unfortunate because that movie I thought was very, very good. But, you know, you you just like give us good films. If you give right. us good films, we're going to go see them. And I think with with something like, you know, these films, like I was going to say is I think <laughs> I push back a little bit on Marvel has lost a lot of money and I push back on it because of this. Let's not forget four or five years ago. Endgame made two point eight billion dollars. Mm hmm. $2.8 billion. Let's just say, for argument's sake, the mm -hmm. budget of that movie was a billion dollars. That means they still have a billion point eight of profit <laughs> <laughs> for this movie that is all pot. Because I know that movie probably cost them $600,000, $700,000. So you got to double your budget to make profit. So your 1.2, everything beyond 1.2 is, is extra. So that means they had one6 billion dollars of profit so that means as bad as some of these movies have done yeah it's been several years but that's probably why marvel is just like let's see what happens let's see what happens we still have all this now they are getting to the point where everybody is turning on them well disney owns marvel and they have the parks it's not like warner brothers where they have an external Correct. layer of revenue coming through Correct. so I they so they could sack their media department if they really want to, because, yeah. you know. Yeah, my point more is that mm -hmm. I don't think Marvel, as far as finances concerned, are really worried about these films making the, let me phrase it this way. These losses they're taking, because they are mm -hmm. taking losses, mm -hmm. aren't as big of a cut because they have had these two or three, four. I mean, you got to think, like, Infinity War... Captain Marvel and Endgame were the were the three movies, and then right after that was the Spider Man Far From Home. They all were over a billion. Infinity War, I think, made broke two, and an Endgame two point eight. Like you still had a lot of money they were making. Nothing's come close to that except for the Spider Man movies of late. But I think what's what I think people are not considering is that I think they're just in this mode of like, hey. If this doesn't work, we know not to do this again, but we're going to try it because if it does work, we're going to get it. The problem is they've gambled too much and now they've lost their fan base. So nobody wants to see any more Disney Plus shows. Nobody wants to see any more of these, you know, I'm going to say agenda movies, but, you know, look, you there's nothing wrong with a female lead, but then you better make everything equal. Like, give us a group movie, you know, um, you know, it's like something like The Losers. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie with Chris Chris Evans and Zoe Zeldana and Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Like they had a very strong female character in this movie, but every single male character was just as strong. Some of them were kind of jokey and funny, but the whole team is capable. There isn't an idiot in this team. You didn't have to make Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Itris Elba's character morons to make Zoe Zeldana look like a badass. She was a badass. They were a badass just in different ways. And now we see this whole team is a badass. And that's what you can do with Storm. Storm is a badass with superpowers and maybe strategy because she's the leader. Wolverine's a badass at hand to hand. Colossus is a badass because he can throw anything, you know? And I think that's where some of these people need to get to with this and just 
Look, if you don't like something, don't like it. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Don't cry about it. Don't scream about it. Don't start a campaign to go on IMDb and shit review a movie that you've never seen just because you don't like the actors that are in it. Leave it alone. Let your dollar speak. If you don't want to see the movie, don't go see the movie. It's okay. There's no reason for the hate. There's no reason for this. Like, you don't want the agenda, but then now you're forcing your quote-unquote agenda you know what I mean? Against this thing. And it just turns into like, they're movies. They're movies. They're supposed to be fun. We're supposed to pay and go eat popcorn and have a ball watching them. No one ever was like, you know what I want to do? I want to go see a movie and shit in the popcorn so I can shit on this movie afterwards. And I think that's what is this weird thing that's happened. And it's, it started since the internet started 15, 20 years ago. But the last three or four years, it just seems like that's all people want to do. Like you go on the internet and you watch these like YouTubers and it's like these guys who we're going to make the worst thing ever or we're going to talk nothing but trash about this movie and they're getting hundreds of thousands of views because that's what people want. I just don't get that. If I watch a trailer and I don't think it looks interesting, I just don't go see the movie. I don't. I don't talk about it. I don't cry about it. Like the two Venom movies. Haven't seen either one of them. I don't know if they suck. I've never seen them. I have no interest in watching them because they don't look good. I'm not going to waste time or energy. I don't know. Maybe I'm just old and I don't know what's happening, but that's just my take. I think my rant is over now. <laughs> I think another thing that people don't actually consider most of the time is, I don't usually like using this, but given how much money they've made with the MCU, because they the franchise is total for like $30 billion, billion the franchise yeah. is the entire total, it's highest grossing franchise of all time. No one's beaten that number ever. We're, we're, we're going to be dead and that will still never be taken to, <laughs> right, right now. That was obviously just a once in a lifetime thing. I don't know how much more expendable money they have. Because remember, they're, they, they've actually, actually spent a lot of their money on the Disney Plus shows that can't really make money off of them because they're just going straight to streaming. They did start with WandaVision, putting that out on what physical uh, Blu-ray, 4K, whatever they call them yeah. now. I think uh, look, look, because but but I do have to say they are w more willing now to stop something in its tracks if yes. it's not hitting. Like Ant Man, we're, we're never going to get another Ant Man movie. We know now based off the Marvel's box office performance. I'm not saying the movie was bad. Just, Based on just numbers alone, that's never going to get a third movie at this point. Captain America 4, as we've heard, is going to be going through, like, another writer came on. More reshoots, test readings aren't that good. I, I just don't know that if their idea of these, if, it's, if the media is saying this is kind of things they've been hearing, the movies that they think the movies are performing very well, it's because people don't know the characters is, then we got to go back to the characters people know then. I know Kevin Feige recently said he doesn't want to trounce on that Iron Man moment, but people really liked iron man though you might want to reconsider bringing him back or captain america because if people can't if people don't want to watch the movie because they don't know who the characters are which i don't i don't think it's a general audience i'm not gonna argue with it but we gotta bring in characters people like it's just what it is you know they might want to want to go back into that strategy they had in the past like you said when they first started of using characters that have some name value, but let's just kind of bring them up and give them some actual name value. You know, they did it before. To yeah. be fair, the people that worked in Marvel, this also nothing happens to in business. 
the people that made the MCU what it was before don't work there anymore. Because the MCU started with Paramount, with Iron Man. Paramount was the one that took the chance on the MCU, not Disney, actually. So Correct. the people that were at Paramount, going the ones that got the MCU where it was at initially to make it this big thing, they're not at Disney. They haven't been at Disney since, like, God, 2013? These people haven't yeah. been involved, Disney actually. Disney bought Marvel right before Avengers came out. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, is, like, um, like what – what made those first several movies work is they were very good directors, very good movies, very good actors. Still kind of more like ground level to a but certain it, extent, street level. They're, well, they're they're building and then they yeah. get that momentum. And I think, like, I'm not saying you should have ended at an end game, but like, go like, okay, look, there was a lot of movies that came out that had strong performances as far as like financially and people mm-hmm. liked them. Like, why haven't we already got... Why didn't we get Shang-Chi? Shang, yeah. Why haven't we gotten Shang-Chi 2 yet? That's ridiculous. That movie did really well. People really liked that character, really liked that dude. There's no reason at all that we shouldn't have gotten a second one by now. Mm-hmm. It's been long enough. But instead, we got, you know, Marvels. Which I get because their first Captain Marvel movie did gangbusters. People seem to like mm-hmm. the Ms. Marvel show. I get that. Mm-hmm. But like with Black Panther... You should have let that franchise die. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Either recast him or don't do a second movie. And that's where you get into, in my opinion, of like, no, no, no. And the comic, she took over. People want to see a female Black Panther. No, no, they don't. Or they might, if you had cast a female as his sister, that we would have believed could have done that. And I think that's, they got kind of trapped in their own, their own nonsense, not their own nonsense, but their own situation is like, when they cast that girl to be Shuri, they had no idea they were going to have to try and make her Black Panther. She was just a really good actress who could be this character that was on a sideline. And it's like, now it's like, you know, unfortunately passing of a, you know, Chadwick Boseman makes them completely change their plan. And I just feel like you should have just recast him. You should have recast him. You, you guys now know the lesson of you should have recast him because that movie was bad. Nobody went to go see it. I don't know what they were thinking with what they did with Namer. That was dumb. And I think as much as they probably have not, you know, they, they're still maybe writing the profits of these billion dollar movies they had for a while. Like now you've potentially lost this audience so bad that no one's going to come back and you're never going to get to that billion dollar thing. Because remember, Guardians of the Galaxy is gone. Like, yeah. James Gunn's gone. That franchise is over. They mm-hmm. might revive it, but you, you're going to be missing a lot of your guys that were there mm-hmm. to make it work. And then you've got like Chris Hemsworth who says he's probably never coming back as Thor or at least not working with Taika Waititi again. Yeah, a, there's been some weird conflicts with that. He's basically, he wants to take it in a new direction. Taika Waititi said since he's going to be busy with whatever his new project is, he most likely is not going to be attached to Thor 5. But who wants this guy attached to Thor after what he recently said? Like, yeah, someone could blatantly come out, dude, now at this point and be like, I hate this character. I wanted to ruin him. I wanted to make sure I destroy this character. And people would go, no, he still did a good job. It's like, bro, what? Someone could literally come out and say that, and people would still <laughs> come to their defense. Zack yeah. Snyder himself is like, I don't even like Superman. I wanted to kill him. All this stuff. And people go like, oh, I love his interpretation of Superman. He literally admitted he wanted to destroy their character. That should be nothing. You know, I don't care if you even like the guy. That's just stupid. Why would you want to work on characters you don't like and you want to destroy them? That just blows my mind. 
I just can't get behind that. If you don't want the character, just tell the studio, I don't want to do it. You have yeah. the right to do that. They'll literally they'll get somebody else. If, there's no shortage of people that won't be taking these jobs. We know that. They'll, yeah. These people will sell their souls to be directors in Hollywood. If you don't want to do it, you don't like the character, just don't do it. I don't get the point of taking on a project you don't like to do it probably in the worst way possible. Then it gets shit on, and then you blame the fans. What is that, man? Yeah. I just like Dolph and Thunder is dog is dog shit. That movie's terrible. Like, was he even trying in that movie? I don't know what that. I don't know that it was. That was a weird, a lot of weird decisions in that movie. (laughs) I like Christian Bale in it. He was great as Gore, Door, Gore. Anyway, point being, yeah, I think they've had a lot of misfires. I think they've had so many misfires. We now are forgetting their their victories. You know, like I said, Shang Chi, Mm -hmm. like he's disappeared. He was in that first movie. And then we haven't seen him since. And don't even get me started on the fact that you made Anthony Mackie Captain America at the end of his show, and we haven't seen him since. Yeah. No. Like, how? No, no cameo appearances to set him up further as what he's doing as Captain America. Nothing. It's like, I don't even like that he's Captain America for, for most of it. But if we're gonna, if he's going to be Captain America, could you at least give him proper setup then? It's yeah. if it seems like they're just throwing out characters just to dry the same way that Justice League movie did with the Flash, just throwing out really popular characters like that just to dry. And then when they get their own movies, no one's seen this character in so long. Why should they care yeah. at that point? Well, and like, how was Anthony Mackie, a black Captain America, not in Black Panther 2? <laughs> his his armor is literally from them. And it doesn't even have to be he has to be a main character. It can mm-hmm. just be. He calls in, talks to Sherry, and says, hey, whatever you guys are doing, me and the mm-hmm. Avengers, who's ever on that team right now, are going to have to come and clean house if you guys don't fix this thing. It didn't mm-hmm. have to be anything beyond that. Like, do you need help? Do you need backup? No, we have it covered. Are you sure? Because you look like you could break if somebody sneezed near you. Mm-hmm. No, I've got the thing now. Whatever. I don't know. And I think that's where just so many misfires, unfortunately, in these recent in this recent Phase 4 and Phase 5, that I'm really hoping that like I'm, I got my fingers crossed. Captain America four is good. I really do. I'm the fact that they junked eight episodes of daredevil and made them restart. I think hopefully is the right thing. And we get a really good daredevil show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't have any hopes that echo is good because I don't understand why she even got her own crossover, how you had Kate Bishop, and Black Widow's sister, whose name in the show escapes me, they were awesome in that Hawkeye show. I don't know why they didn't get their own spinoff. Why did you give the freaking, you know, bad guy her own spinoff? And I know why. That just screams, ooh, a handicapped character. That would be great. We're going to do that. Woke. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. I hate that term. And I hate that it gets thrown around and that I have to throw it around. But that's what it looks like. Because, again, yeah. I don't like. I, I don't even use that word myself either. But I, I mostly say the word propaganda because mostly they're they're trying to just or I or say virtue signaling. They're literally virtue signaling. Hey, we have a deaf character. I but supposed to she, care about this? Why? Yeah. What was she good? Because <laughs> she was crap in that show. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. But I'll admit the first Echo trailer. We watched the first Echo trailer. We reacted to it on uh, one of the episodes live, and I was like, "This doesn't look bad." But it's like, why do I? I try to tell myself, why do I care? Yeah. I, I'm saying, like, we, obviously, you should be watching it and judging it for yourself. But if the trailers are supposed to entice me to watch it, 
I didn't even like Echo to begin with in that show, in that interpretation of her. I thought she was just trash, right? Like you said, I thought she was pretty terrible, honestly. Yeah. I thought the way they did Kingpin was bad. They, they already did Kingpin like straight dog shit and Hawkeye. Am I supposed to trust that I do Kingpin now good? Also, it's not, that comic book story is already being treated badly. First of all, people, he loses – oh, I hate people. He loses both of his eyes in the story, okay? It's very simple. He loses both of his – and by the, in the show, he's going to lose only one eye. They can't even get – they can't even get proper panels right now. He loses <laughs> both of his eyes, guys. I know it's complicated. He's probably going to get them back through some fucking surgery or some shit. But he's going to have only one eye gone. It's like, oh, if you can't even get stuff like that, right, how do I, how am I supposed to have faith in this stuff? You can't even get his eyes both being covered up. Yeah. She wanted to blind him, just like herself, as revenge for her getting her freaking father killed. Ugh. Oh, God, Mark. I've never please. read the book, so I don't have any attachment, so I don't know. Mm. But but no, I, th- I, I, I think there is a real opportunity for Marvel to do what they're doing. Slow down. Stop with the Disney Plus shows. Mm-hmm. You know, Loki 2 is, Loki season 2 is really good. Um, what was the show before Loki 2? Loki season 2? Oh, uh, Secret Invasion. That was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> that was the worst show I've mm-hmm. ever seen in my life. Like, that was just... And that what was worse is like that came out and then you're like, oh, this will lead into the Marvels. It make total sense. Mm-hmm. Nope. Not a single thing. Not a single repercussion from that show is addressed in the Marvels movie. Mm-hmm. Not a single one. He had a wife. She's not on the base. Doesn't get saved by a cat. Did you see Marvels? The Marvels. No. The last MCU movie I watched in theaters was... Thor, Love, and Thunder. The, the, only movie, okay. the only MCU movies I've missed was Black Panther 2 and uh, The Marvels. I saw MN3. Oh, sorry, okay. Guardians 3. So okay. I've missed Guardians so, 3, The Marvels 2, and Black Panther 2. Just, so it's not a spoiler, but I'm just telling you right now, the wife that leaves with him at the end of Secret Invasion is not in that movie, even though that movie is supposed to take place right after the show. The whole thing that happens in that show about the president being like, we'll kill all aliens will be interesting because he brings a bunch of aliens to Earth. And like, there's nothing, just nothing, nothing. There's a whole different scrolls thing going on in the movie Mm -hmm. than what was in the show. It's just insane how poor this planning is. I don't know if Kevin Feige is being forced to do things a certain way or if he's just spread so thin he can't keep track of stuff. Mm -hmm. So this is why, like, when I see he's now influencing Daredevil and telling them to redo it, they're redoing stuff for Captain America 4. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm hoping that means we're getting the right direction because look, Fantastic Four has had three different iterations of films. Mm-hmm. Three. There was a completely horrible one in the 90s that was merely for rights issues. I've never watched it because it's trash. It looks trashy. You had the first, the two mm-hmm. in the 2000s from Fox. Then you had that other one from Fox that was like dumpster fire beyond dumpster fire. So I'm like, you guys, you gotta get this fantastic mm. four thing, right? It's gotta be. And now of course, I mean, I don't know if we want to get into fresh recent news, but yeah, Kevin Speaking Majors, of- Kevin, not Kevin Majors, Jonathan, Jonathan Majors is Majors. out as Kang. Like he's done. Yeah. Now you've set up this multiverse that you could easily move any number of actors into that. Now, granted better not 
change the ethnicity. <laughs> yeah, but, God forbid. This Marvel is actually very much against recasting. They think if the actor literally dies, dies people, or is they fire them. They can't ever do the character ever again. The character has to just stop with that. Even though they've recast other characters before, they re they've recast um General they Ross. They recasted freaking um William Hurt who passed away. Yeah, last year they, they recasted that guy five months into him being dead. Oh, three, yeah. three, three to five months, but they won't recast the black people. Yeah, they, just, yeah, they recast. Well, they recast Rhodey after the first movie. Right, they Roland recasted uh, Scott's daughter several times at this point. Yeah. Well, yeah, just, so I don't know why they're so they're like, why are they against recasting? You can't just stop the character with that iteration. Why? So the character has to just completely stop. There's no more. There could be no more king ever. Just said well, with that guy. It's and, like what? And I'll even put this out there, even though I think I would love to see him as Cyclops, because I think he'd be a great Cyclops. Mm -hmm. Look, Disney, you owe John Boyega. You owe that dude. You screwed <laughs> him out of having this awesome character in Star Wars. Yeah. Let him be Kang. I saw somebody put it on Twitter like they photoshopped him into the Kang character. Dude, he's got cred. He's a great right. actor. I would have no problem with you bringing him in as Kang. Like, man, go nuts. Bring in Will Smith. He's not going to do any more DC movies now. They're rebooting that thing. <laughs> I don't know if that's taking one problematic person and switching him out with another, but whatever. Um, but no, I think recast Kang. Just recast him. Mm -hmm. There are tons. Man, look, that Blade movie is probably never going to happen. Make Marshall Ali, Bukang. <laughs> I like. I've never un understood that too. It's like, why does the character have to stop? But no. it, it's but they're selective with it. It can only stop for like black people, but for white people or Mexican Puerto Ricans, they're like, oh, we can recast you. Yeah. What? But you're the news of Kevin Feige. He said Iron Man's not coming back. We're not going to trounce on that moment from Iron Man. So we can never have Iron Man ever again. Iron Man's a part of like a lot of really awesome stories, though. I like here's the thing. I personally believe this multiverse thing mm -hmm. is a way for them to bring some of these characters back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, whether it's the same actors portraying them, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. Like I've said it from I've been saying this for probably the last 10 years mm -hmm. and you can agree or disagree with me, but disagree. Yeah. But, but I think I always thought like if Robert Downey Jr. ever aged out of the role mm -hmm. of Iron Man, just grab Joseph Gordon. Love it. Mm -hmm. I think he has the, the right kind of charisma and talent. And he could mm -hmm. easily take up that kind of mantle. So with the multiverse story, bringing somebody like that to be Iron Man, you know? Or if you want to get really weird and get a deep, 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 deep cut, like there was a, about a three-year span where where Rhodey was Iron Man in the comics. After, you know, there's a story in the 80s where Iron Man became an alcoholic and he stopped being Iron Man and Rhodey was Iron Man for a while. That'd be a great way to get back in Terrence Howard's graces let him come back as Iron Man <laughs> as you know, the, the roadie from a different universe that became Iron Man after Iron Man died. I did. There's just so many cool ways you could take these characters. Cause I mean, look, Iron Man, Iron Man, as much as Iron Man is Tony Stark, he's also a suit of armor, mm -hmm. you know, let, let somebody else be the suit of armor that isn't shoehorned into a movie. <clears throat> Ironheart. Mm -hmm. 
just let it naturally happen. But I think that there's a way to do that. Look, hey, mm-hmm. as much as uh, it's kind of weird for me to say this because Chris Evans is one of my favorite actors of all time and I love him as Captain America. Bro, how great would it be if Alan Richardson, who's currently playing Reacher, was mm-hmm. ultimate version of Captain America and showed mm-hmm. up in the MCU? Like people would lose their effing minds if that happened. And he would probably do a great job as that version of Captain America. So I think this multiverse thing is a really weird way that they may eventually reboot Mm -hmm. or bring back some of these people. And it may reinvigorate the franchise. But I I really feel like I've always thought you should treat these characters like James Bond. Just recast it and keep going. Don't end the character. Don't stop it. Just keep going. And you know, look, people people got really mad when you recast Michael Keaton with Val Kilmer, but Val Kilmer, in my opinion, did great. People got, I imagine people were really skeptical when they recasted Professor X from, you know, it was um, James McAvoy and Patrick yeah. Stewart, and McAvoy yeah. did an outstanding job. Yeah, I'm not saying that every single time someone's going to get recasted is going to be a knockout, banger, slam dunk, but you can't just let the character just stop there. Yeah. Like so the character can never appear again. So that's what people want. They want one guy to do it forever, which is not bad. I, I like the consistency of one guy doing because you have one guy, you know who what you're gonna get. But if that person ever wants to go do anything else, because we know these guys like to do other things at some point, or they die, or they literally die, we gotta keep the character going. Can't just not have the character though. But- comic, people, people people love to say, but in comic books they do it. Yeah, in comic books they have the character keep going though. It's drawn. Yeah. You can draw them any way you want, any age Mm -hmm. you want, any fitness level you want. It's a drawing. (laughs) And going to something else that's going to be drawing to a conclusion coming up in about a few days, uh, Aquaman 2 is over. The DCU is going to be over in a few days. It's a franchise that started back in 2013, pre-built off Warner Brothers' really stupid ideas in 2012. They had no planning. This company has tripped over success throughout all the many years they've existed for the most part. People factor in, this must be the biggest L this company's ever had. It wasn't even with Zack Snyder. Their biggest L, they gave $50 million to J.J. Abrams to do nothing. That had to have been their biggest L. I get the Zack Snyder stuff. I fully understand all the stuff with L's on multiple counts on their part. They literally gave $50 million to that hack of a person who's literally only did like one good movie in his entire freaking film filmography which is mission impossible 3 i like mission impossible 3 i think that's his best movie everything else it seems this guy has been complete utter, utter just straight shite for the most part he's jj abrams might be the biggest procrastinator ever he says he's gonna do something he's like that guy he's like that friend you have where they're like yeah bro i really wouldn't want to be a construction worker he looks into it he tries to do it now nah, i don't want to do it i'm gonna go be in a bank account now does it tries it i want to go be a freaking uh can opener extraordinaire does it doesn't like it as much he's literally a flip-flopper he doesn't even know what he wants to do he's just tripped over enough money with lost and all these other random deals he's made throughout the many years jj abrams is trash he doesn't do anything anyone any project he's assigned to never gets done he's just sitting there what is he doing he's literally lazy the lazy disgusting hack they get this guy all this much money he produced nothing for them I'm so glad this fran- this this franchise is over. Get, get something else. Because the people that were running the company back then were so stupid. Like, so bad. Like, 
the fact that they've tripped over this much success has been pure luck for the most part. And I'm glad I'm glad new people took them over. They they need to be taken over for a long time. You, you've got part. yeah, you've got you see so many knee-jerk reactions mm-hmm. to when their films are bad. On top of that, they rush bringing their cash cow in of Batman, which they Always. shouldn't have done. You know, <laughs> it, it's it's just you know look, I'm not a fan of the Snyderverse. But mm-hmm. the fact that you didn't stick to your guns and let that man finish what he wanted to do, I think, I don't know which one is the worst crime, that you let him even do the movies or that you didn't mm-hmm. let him finish what he wanted to do. <laughs> like, because it's like, look, I just, so in my other podcast, or the other podcast I have, We Are the Batman, mm-hmm. we've been covering the live action Batman movies, one a month for the last couple of months. So we finally got to Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. So doing that, I also watch Man of Steel. Man of Steel, I really think is a solid film. I think like the first X-Men movie, it's a solid movie that by the end of that movie, we know we're going to get Superman in the next film. And instead, you gave us Batman versus Superman. And you got this sourpuss, sad, doesn't want to talk to people, so he looks like an idiot Superman who just is more worried about, I don't know. It's a horrible rendition of the character that you solved a man of steel and we were going to get an actual Superman in the next movie. And instead you turned him into a sourpuss mm-hmm. and that people hated him, but you made us believe that people liked him in justice league, even though everybody hated him in super Batman versus mm-hmm. Superman. And it's just, it was so many missteps, but at that same time, like then you pull Zack Snyder from justice league, mm-hmm. lie to us that, What's his name was on the 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 lot because he was doing Batgirl, but look, we all know. You oh, let, Joss Whedon, yeah, Joss Whedon. So it's just it's it's insane to me, and that every time like something doesn't work, they knee jerk and do something different, and knee jerk and do something different. You know, look at poor. Again, it's obvious Michael Keaton was going to be Batman again. Mm-hmm. He was going to be in Batgirl. He was supposed to be an Aquaman. He was he was in the flash, and it's like for some inexplicable reason, they just decide they're not gonna do that. They ditch Batgirl completely, they refilm his scenes as Aquaman, so that he now it's Ben Affleck, from my understanding, in Aquaman. Mm-hmm. I don't know, we'll find out in a week or two. And then you end the flash, which I think was brilliant, and maybe you should have just had him be Batman in that movie with George Clooney coming back. The decisions are so bad. It's, and it's mind like, blowing. They well, were trying to set up old Michael Keaton to be their prime universe Batman when they they somehow got Ben Affleck to come back. I mean, to be fair, he did have one more appearance on his contract anyway. I don't know if you can legally get out of that anyway. If he had any any like ways of doing that, but if they got him back to even put get a cameo in Aquaman two, which probably is defunct now or some it probably got deleted or whatever. Try it's, to get him back then. Yeah. If that's, I don't I don't get it. What is this hot potato thing they're doing? Michael Keaton, no, we kind of open up like pick one. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm your your knee-jerk reaction to everything that happens. And I think the smartest thing they did mm-hmm. is decide uh, we're gonna release Aquaman 2. Because remember, if you look back through their movies, mm-hmm. this is what's kind of crazy. Aquaman is the only DCU movie or DCFU movie. That's broken a billion. Mm -hmm. The only other DC movies that have done that are the Nolan trilogy. So Wonder Woman came close, Mm -hmm. but Batman versus Superman, Justice League theatrical cut, Man of Steel, 
Um, Wonder Woman 2, like uh, none of those other movies have come close to doing Mm -hmm. a billion. Most of them don't even break even. So that's where it's like, you're putting this out here, hoping Jason Momoa carries you to some kind of profit, but also like you're giving a year and a half gap between Aquaman 2 Mm-hmm. And Superman Legacy, because you want people's palate to be cleansed of all of this stuff so <laughs> you can start new. Because they it, they originally, Flash was going to be their soft reboot, thus bringing in Michael Keaton. Right. But that obviously has been tanked. So I think, yes, I'm. it's unfortunate Zack Snyder didn't get to do, to do his entire vision, even though I think it still would have been crap. But you've knee-jerk reacted your way into just looking like a bunch of fools. I mean, the Mm -hmm. fiasco with Black Adam and Henry Cavill is ridiculous. And that that cascaded into ruining Shazam 2. And just now you've got this negative ball rolling. Blue Beetle, which I thought was fine. It was fun. Totally failed at the box office for no good reason. But people just don't care about DC films anymore. So... I'll be very, very curious to see what the box office is for Aquaman 2, because I'm wondering, like, is Jason Momoa going to carry it? And it actually does really well. Or are people just giving the finger to DC because they want James Gunn's DCU? The other thing that you brought up is because I know people have blamed James Gunn for announcing his, uh, plans for dcu chapter one uh gods and monsters but people have to people love to look at like the end result and never looking at the beginnings of it or they casually don't remember the first result because even before james gunn's little video talking about his plans for the dcu chapter one which is going to start coming up in 2025 the dc movies were already tanking at the box office very bad so like what, what just if you discount aquaman which is their only billion dollar movie Justice League, Justice League people bombed badly. I love Shazam. I think Shazam is great. That movie didn't do very well. It actually bombed itself for the most part for looking at the marketing budget and finances attached to it. Yeah. Birds of Prey bombed bad and justifiably so. That movie sucked. <laughs> One Man Four Suicide Squad. I love the Suicide Squad. I love James Gunn. So that's that movie's awesome. That movie failed. One Man Four failed. Black Adam with the biggest movie star in the world failed. So even before James Gunn announced anything, like 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 you said earlier before, and I'll, I'll mention here, these movies were already losing interest by a lot of people. People at this point now they've lost the general audience. At this point, they've See, lost them. I on I've said this on my other podcast with my buddy, and I'm going to say it here. I truly believe Black Adam's failure is what kicked off the announcement of James Gunn and everything that happened. I think James Gunn taking over that and it started being a rumor. I don't think that would have been public until well into 2023. But when black Adam does so poorly, um, the rock causes so much nonsense with, Oh, he's going to be here. It's going to be this. It's going to be Henry Cavill's coming back. There's going to be and a hierarchy of power is going to change. Yeah. You got everybody fired, bro. Good job. But I think that that movie did so bad that DC had to scramble to say, Hey, we got to let people know we know this is bad. We're going to fix it again. Another horrible knee-jerk reaction. And I think that's why they go ahead and announce the James Gunn thing way before they should have. And then James Gunn does that really cool video of like, hey, this is what we're doing. 
And all it does is kind of moderately backfire because yeah, people go, oh, so none of this matters anymore. I don't, I'm not going to watch it. I wasn't interested before. I was moderately curious, curious, but now I don't give an F because it doesn't matter. And I think that that, as much as they were trying to save themselves, I think that did more harm than good. And no matter how he tried to paint it, like go see these movies, they're great. Because he lied. He said Flash is great. And that movie was I mean, great. One of the best old. superhero movies of all time. That's what yeah. he said. That's, uh, that movie's a steaming pile of shit, actually. Oh, it's uh, terrible. I don't even want to get into Look, we are the I Batman. love the Flash. And if I have to put logic into that movie, my brain would explode right now. Yeah. <laughs> my podcast called We Are the Batman. We reviewed yes. the Flash. If you want to hear my thoughts, go over there. <laughs> but no, I think that's that's what's what happened with Warner Brothers. And the thing of it is, is you know, rising tide raises all ships, but so does it also goes the other way. Yeah. And Marvel's yeah. not doing well and DC's not doing well. You just start seeing these things, you know, start going bad. And I think it's not fatigue, but it's like it's just old hat every single look blue beetle as much fun as i had it's iron man one it's literally iron man one and i mm -hmm. think now what you have is all of them marvel dc whoever else is out there doing superhero stuff we need to do something different and i don't mean super rated r like the boys i think that's done as well um i think or the boys has locked that thing in don't do that anymore but i think like I think what they're doing with something like Invincible or something like Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, that I think is a really good way to go with some of these characters. Um, there's this Marvel character, a Marvel comic called Power Pack about kids who have superpowers. I think that would be the perfect characters to do the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse kind of thing. But also like, like get into a cop procedural that's a superhero show. Like the fact that Moon Knight was not Moon Knight as a vigilante taking care of business in different situations like Reacher or uh, you ever seen a show called Burn Notice? It was a TV show. I've heard of it. Like that's to me, it's like, that's Moon Knight. Like why was <laughs> Moon Knight this weird trippy watch psychiatry happen nonsense of these two characters and Moon Knight's not even in the show. So I think that's where like you, we need to do something different <laughs> with these characters, with all of this stuff, you know, Give me, give me a six episode nomad series starring Chris Evans showing what he did in the universe. He's living with Peggy, Peggy <laughs> Carter and show him in his all black nomad suit, solving problems for shield. Every episode's a different problem. People would love it. It's Captain America. It's Chris Evans. Right. It doesn't have any continuity with the MCU. It's doing its own thing. Perfecto. I mm -hmm. love it. I mean, some of the best, of the Batman comics in the nineties was like a one issue story, two issue story. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be six issues. It doesn't have to be legends of the dark Knight. It's another great. Story. Yeah, that story ages so well. When you figure out the incelness behind Hugo strange, that's mm, so yeah. good. <laughs> and this is where I'm yeah. saying, like, I think the superhero genre has gotten too big. Just let it. You think it's be gone too stale. I, th I think it's gone to a point where it's gotten, Either it's too repetitive or it doesn't take enough risks. There needs to be a mixture of there needs to be a mixture of a balance of all of it. It can't be too repetitive, but it can't be always taking random well, risks. Because random risks, I think, are stupid too. Sometimes learn the risk of uh, learn the lesson of Deadpool and John Wick. 
you had something really interesting that cost very little to make, but had really cool things and stuff we'd never seen before. Look, the first Deadpool movie is about a dude trying to get his girlfriend back and killing the guy who gave him powers. That's the plot. There's nothing world shattering, earth shattering about that movie. It's just about him trying to get his girlfriend back and kill this guy. That's all it's about. It cost them 50 million to make. It made 750 million ish at the box office. That is 2000% profit, whatever. And I think that's where, you know, we don't need, look, Captain America is at his best when he's doing this espionage shit like Winter Soldier. I don't need to see him solving some earth shattering problem. Same with Batman, same with, uh, you know, any of these other characters of like, like Shang-Chi. I really like that movie. I don't know why he was riding a dragon that was fighting another dragon at the end of that movie. It didn't need to be that. I needed a fight scene between him and his dad where he whips his dad's butt and then takes the 10 rings and says, you're done. And mom is dead. Like it, it just, sometimes I think they just get too much and they're, you're right. They're too repetitive. They're too much the same story. Let's do different things. And that is what's going to be interesting. That's true. And the DCU is going to be over. I'm glad. Can't wait to throw my... I told people when it's over, if I do decide to watch Aquaman 2 tomorrow, depending on if I have any one-on-ones or anything, when that movie is over, about in about a couple of weeks in the 2024, oh, I can't wait to just celebrate burning that franchise down to the ground. What a bunch of hacked shit ideas. Then people will gaslight you on Twitter, Facebook, wherever, trying to get you to believe in some stupid shit that's so dumb, like the Zack Snyder thing. His fans, I know they love him. I get it. But even people I like as filmmakers and directors and writers, and I can admit sometimes when some of their ideas are a little, you know, eh, that people, his fans really try to convince people that that Zack Snyder killing off Dick Grayson is a good idea. Remember that? They try to actually convince people that killing off Dick Grayson is a good idea. It's like, no, I get you can like a guy. I fully understand it. But, bro, no, that's stupid. Come well, on. That's respecting the characters. Yeah. Like, I think, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Look, the, the, the sad of it all is mm-hmm. ultimately Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck mm-hmm. were perfectly cast in those roles and they were given some of the worst movies. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because I would have loved to have seen Henry Cavill actually get to be Superman. I would have loved to see Ben Affleck do more as Batman to actually be Batman and not murder Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the, some of these, the like Gal Gadot, I can give or take. I, I can't say I love her as Wonder Woman. I don't think she's trash. I just think like whatever. But yeah, I'm I'm. Give us the stories. Give us the new takes. Let us let us actually breathe through these characters. Don't force random storylines on down our throats that we, you think are cool that you think we're going to think are cool. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go like, I don't understand why this is in this movie. I was here for Batman versus Superman. So mm-hmm. hopefully that, that that's, that seems like from James Gunn's plans, that's what we're doing. I'm hoping that's the case. And I'm really excited to see what comes of it, especially because creature commandos looks batshit crazy. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here for it. Right. And the last thing I'll ask you since you have like five minutes left, which is <laughs> how's Black Cobra going, actually? Black Cobra did very well. The thing got fully funded. Um, production is nearly complete. All the art, I believe, is finished. Uh, the coloring is is nearly completed. And then we do lettering and now it's print. So the campaign ended the 
the first week of December or the mm. very last week of like the week after Thanksgiving. Mm. So it went really well. I'm really happy for all the support that people gave. Um, again, I think February is when those things will be going out, but hopefully it'll be sooner. And then mm -hmm. Black Cobra 2 will be rolling into that. And then there is a new series that I can't exactly talk about yet mm -hmm. from Grot Comics that I'll be writing. And we are in the middle of testing some artists to see who is going to be in it because it is going to be like the, I don't want to say the first, that's kind of weird, but it's going to be like a six issue story arc with the same creative team the entire time. So we're mm -hmm. trying to find somebody who can who can do that and pace it out. I'm not, hey man, uh, happy that Black Cobra is doing as well as it is. Actually, how's it been working with uh, Mr. Bill still? I have a, I have a good time with him. We're we're really looking forward to the next year. There's a lot of exciting things. Again, that new series, I, I can't right. say what it is just yet. That'll mm -hmm. be starting next year. There's a couple of um, really cool projects for Adam Man and hmm. um, Atomic Man. Is that mm -hmm. right? Captain Atomic? I think it's Captain. Oh, there's a lot of characters. I'm sorry. But yeah, mm -hmm. if you go to um, tribulationtaskforce.com, there's a store there. You can buy some of the old stuff. You can buy some of the new stuff. It's mm -hmm. all there. And 2024 is going to be really, really exciting stuff coming out of Grot Comics. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, last thing I ask you, uh, do you have any special plans for your own YouTube channel or or podcast or like that for 2024? Uh, we are the Batman. It's on Twitter, Threads. Um, we have a Facebook group now, www.facebook.com slash group slash. Yeah, I, I got I to work on my own Facebook group of like building yeah. up because like getting attraction. Off, it's actually pretty underrated, though. That's a good that's yeah. a huge audience there if you can tap into it. You can get it. So that's the podcast I do. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> I don't know if I've talked, I haven't talked about this with anybody. I had my own podcast years ago called Fanboy Junction with a K. <laughs> and I've really thought about bringing it back, but I don't know if I have the time to do it justice. So I'm right. trying to decide because it's been like three different versions of the same podcast. Originally, mm -hmm. it was kind of just me talking about movie and comic book stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I stopped doing that because it was all video. Then I did an audio version, which was we watched every single superhero movie from starting with 1978 Superman and watched them in order and talked about them. Mm -hmm. But that got really hard because a lot of those movies suck. Yeah. I, I, I took people last night, Batman, Batman returns. I watched it twice back when I was a bit younger and I did a Batman project for Robert Pattinson's the Batman. We watched every yeah. single live action ones before his one came out. Batman returns is, is bad. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Our turns is bad. I don't know why people talk about that movie as good as it was. It's it's bad. I like yeah. Michael Keaton's first. The first one, even though I have issues with it, it's oh, it's solid. I think they get worse with each one that keeps coming on. They get progressively worse. I can understand why they got rid of that universe. The universe is terrible. It's bad. It's it like some of it's good, some of it's bad. But yeah, like there's. But even outside of that, like we were doing all of them. So like mm -hmm. Sheena the Jungle, which was really weird. Super cool. <laughs> but is inexplicable. No, you know what's crazy? Sheena, <laughs> Queen of the Jungle. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know it was a comic book movie. I don't know if I'd ever seen it. Watched it. It's terrible. It is the most watched episode of that podcast by a mile. By a mile. It has like 80 downloads, 80 listens. The next closest one is like 55. <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea if it's because that actress passed away tragically or if people, there's like some weird untapped huge you know plat um fan base for it mm -hmm. but yeah that was a weird so i thought about kind of 
doing that again, but I don't know what that would look like and where that would go. So I don't know if that's happening, but if it is, I will let you know. Oh, and the last thing I'll ask you, very last thing, is any shout outs you want to give to anyone in particular and anything else you want to say before we head out? Uh, sure, yes. Uh, Grot Comics, again, tributaryjustasfors.com. Mm-hmm. That's who I do a lot of my freelance work with. Mm-hmm. I'm also doing some freelance work for the company called Apogee Comics. There's a new series that I'm writing for them called Quickwire mm-hmm. that is coming out sometime in 2024. And then there's another film uh, series they're doing that I've just taken over that I cannot talk about. Um, that's going on right now. Um, again, like I said, we are the Batman podcast. That's about it right now. Like I've 2024 is going to kind of be me catching up and making sure I'm where I need to be. And then I'm probably 2025. I may be looking into doing something on my own with comics, but I'm not sure. Depends on how everything else goes. And then um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Um, Oh, why not? My wife's movie that she starred in is called Lady Lawman. You can watch it on Tubi. And you can watch it on um, Amazon Prime, both for free. Oh, tell her it's a congratulations. Because Tubi recently has been doing a lot of big things. And people are like, what is Tubi? Well, you're going to... It's crazy how people don't know about these things until they come out to the tail end of whatever big result. Tubi recently landed getting all of Warner Brothers DC movies for for a pretty hefty price. Now, Tubi has made a lot of money. They're they're actually one of the very few profitable streaming services. That's And they're free. And, and it's, it's free. free. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Net, you know that meme, that meme of like two V and Netflix and all the other guys losing money. Two V's over here just raking in a bunch of dough. They're keeping it simple, and they're not losing money producing their own stuff. I think right. is the key to what they're doing. They're doing the old Netflix model: take everyone else's stuff and put it on your own platform. Yeah. But yeah, man. Oh, it's nice talking to you again for a second appearance. Can we have you on for a third appearance coming up, coming up in twenty twenty four? And we'll see you guys later. Have a great day.